Hello, hello. This is my leak. This is the My Taiyu podcast. This is Friday, August 5th, 2016. My goodness. Um, hope you are faring well. I am here because I want to answer some questions today. Um, I woke up, I've been in the mood to do a podcast for the last few days, um, but the days have just gotten away from me. I plan to, I wrote out my notes to do this last night or yesterday, I should say, but I said, you know what, I'm going to get up super early in the morning first thing and knock this podcast out. Um, the, the basics, myleak.com is now mytachi.com. So what does that mean? Nothing, basically. Um, if you if mytachi.com is too difficult or you could just tell someone, you can go to myleak.com and you can sign up for my newsletter, which I am sending out every Friday. So today is Friday. Friday is at 10 a.m. Eastern. I put together a roundup of about I put together a roundup of about maybe let's just say five things that I'm into for the week. Um, and so a lot of people who follow me, let's just say on Snapchat, I'll just be snapping things like crazy. And then I know like I can't always put together like the notes for that. So I am putting together the notes for that in a newsletter that goes out Friday. You can sign up um, on my website at the bottom. A quick little thing that you have to have the cursor touching the last letter of your email address before you hit enter. So I know it's like a little secret handshake to get through. But for those who write me that say I wasn't able to sign up, that is pretty much what is happening. Um, I put my podcast companion worksheets on sale and you're probably wondering what the heck those are. I'm going to talk about those a little bit more in this podcast. Um, they are anywhere from, I believe, five to nine pages of a sort of what would I what would I call this like almost like your accountability partner so let's just say there's something that you want to work on we chose three topics and the young women in my office picked these topics we picked one on maintaining momentum we picked one on dating which I was I was um shocked that they picked that one but they did and then we picked our third one on landing your dream job and so this is sort of your accountability partner to ensure that you go to the next step in those areas of your life um, and there's a question which I'll show you how to apply that to and I'll go over um what seems to be the most popular worksheet maintaining momentum today um I have just a few more, just a few more learn more to earn more journals. And once those are out, those are definitely going to be gone forever. When I say a few, I'm thinking like the last time I heard there was like maybe 50 left in the store. Um, and then this is my year. Those journals are still happening. I ordered a bunch because people seem to be into that and your year can start at any time. Um, and it's not uh, dated, which I think some people were wondering, like, does this have the date on it? And it doesn't. And in that journal, I talk about how I sort of reassess my year a couple times a year so at the top of the year for my birthday and really honestly like around August is when August is when I start setting up my 2017 so I am very busy um I'm very busy this month and it's crazy that like my head is just a little bit clouded from um I'm working really hard to sort of finish my 2016 strong finish the year strong and then set up for my 2017 and I think sometimes like I know uh got a text from my mom this morning where I don't think she quite gets it and it's like it was a little passive aggressive so I'm kind of like eh. but it's one of those things where like when people when you when you work in a way that is very intense 
I don't know that people understand. <laughs> like all the stuff you see, all the trips that you go on, all the stuff that you get, like somebody has to be setting that up at all times. And it's almost just like um, people don't really know what it takes. I- I've talked about this a lot where people want to live this lifestyle and they they want to participate in the rewards but none of the other stuff that comes with it so the deep deep sacrifice that you typically um have to do so i don't know that was a little off topic clearly you can see what i'm going through this morning but anyway that's that so it's myleak.com mytachi.com and this first um question that i got is really long and i had to omit a a few things like I admitted company names because there was a lawsuit involved. Um, but I wanted to answer this question for you. Uh, so top of the morning, top of the day, let's get into this question. First, let me say that I've been listening to your podcast for over a year now and through each one, I feel more empowered and inspired. Thank you so very much. I love it when people, when you write me that, I love it when you tell me this. And when I go out and I speak, like I spoke in DC last week and I was telling my therapist this, 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 uh, I, I met with my therapist this week and I was telling her, I was like, you know, I'll go out and I'll speak and people will just sort of like pull me to the side and say that they're going to therapy and they're enjoying it. And they just want to say like, thank you. And so I was kind of like giving her a high five and she was like more like giving me a high five. Like you're removing the stigma. Like, I guess I never really thought about there being a stigma. I just feel like if you need help in an area, um, you should address it. And who cares what anybody thinks? Like it is so, it is so grown up and so sexy to be able to assess yourself. You know, so many people are not able to like call themselves on their own BS. And when you can do that, that's huge. Um, so shout out to everybody who tells me these things, um, removing the stigma and getting the help that you need to live the life that you deserve. That life of like ultimate commit contentment that I don't even think that I knew existed. But anyway, again, back to the question. I know that I have a very random and offbeaten path question for you, but I wanted to at least reach out and hope for your advice. You got it, girl. I'm 28 years old and I used to work for a major magazine and had a column there. I read through the terms of my contract and and work for higher paperwork and understood that they didn't own any of my work or creations, including my column. They sued me for the name of the column. I was fortunate to obtain a lawyer and eventually litigator. My lawyer mentioned from the beginning that it all seemed like a scare bullying tactic due to the terms of my contract, not saying that they own my work. However, I was still petrified, but pushed through because I believed in my brand. I had filed for my trademark and they sued me and opposed it. After a year, they eventually gave up and I won my trademark for what is now my site. At the time of winning, I also got an amazing, well-paying job. And she went over their IP contract as well so that this doesn't happen again. I'm so blessed to officially own the name of my blog. And I didn't back down from them. But now I am $30,000 in legal fee debt. I wanted to ask what you do in my position to begin paying off or adding extra income to pay these legal fees. I've been thinking of sponsored posts, but I'm very particular about them because I want to always create amazing content for my site. Is there any advice that you can offer me or any creative ways you'd work to bring an in income if this happened to you? I'm truly open to anything that will keep the integrity of the blog. I hope to hear back from you and truly appreciate your virtual guidance. All right. So 
I got this question and I said, when I answer this question, she is not going to be happy with me. So I'm just going to say that now. So if you're listening, imagine we are, we are good girlfriends and I am that good girlfriend that you come to when you want that, um, opposing view. So, or different view or creative view is what you asked for. I'm going to backtrack a couple things. Um, we're going to take this question back just a little bit. I have, how many points do I have? I have six points, girl, that I answered this question. First point was that I wish that you had contacted me when this started, because I probably just would have told you, I would have tried to work with you to see how you could have given this up as soon as possible. Um, the name is not so special that you needed it that bad. Um, and amazing work is amazing work and it doesn't matter. You could have named your blog, you know, gummy bear lifestyle. And if it's popping, people are going to follow it. And so I probably would have talked to you about that. Now I know that they sued you. So I know that, you know, if there is a response, it's just like, give it, I probably would have been just like, give it up, give it back. It's not that serious. And even if it is like a scare bullying tactic, it's just like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, because what happens is that lawyers and litigators and everybody, they're in business. So their job is to keep you on the hook emotionally so that they can rack up the charges. I know that my lawyer friends that are listening probably don't want me to say that, but I do know this to be true. Um, I was in a relationship and lived with the lawyer. And I think that's when I kind of got the, the real on how some of this works. Not that some litigation isn't necessary. Um, but I'll tell you about a time that I was in the process of suing someone like there was someone who sort of had infringed on my trademark. And so I kind of, you know, we started the ball rolling. I had an attorney like, listen, girlfriend, you cannot do this. And we went back and forth and back and forth. And I, and I said to myself and I said to the attorney, this is my, this is my financial limit on fighting this. Once we hit my financial limit, I'm done. Like I'm done with it. So the lawyers obviously kept going back and forth. And then before I know it, I got this guy sending me a bill when I told him that once the money ran out, that he should just drop it. And, you know, I had it in writing that I said that to him. And when he came and sent me a bill, I was almost like, you know that I told you this. So if you want to take me to court over this, uh, have at it. But um, I eventually dropped my issue and decided that I'd rather spend money making my brand even better versus fighting with someone who was barely nibbling at my heels, you know? So that's something else that I wanted to say to you. And I just wanted to discuss these points in the event that something like this happened again. Um, and, and, and I wanted to try to like, maybe talk about a couple things that you may need that, you know, if, if we were friends and we were sitting here that I would just, you know, I would ask you some of these things. The third thing that I wanted to talk about was like your ego. Um, our egos get involved in stuff like this. There's, there's some self-importance that happens. There's some embarrassment. Um, there's some fear. Um, there's the need to win. Um, and I have the sentence, self-consciousness can create a preoccupation with how we appear to others, what others think of us and often cause social anxiety and an inhibition of behavior that we fear others might judge to be less than desirable. So I feel like there is some, 
how you feel about this blog and what this means to you. And I looked it up. I looked up your blog uh, through the the email link that you sent and I looked up your social media and I kind of felt like I didn't feel like the name I felt like your personal name carried more weight than the name of this blog so that's why I was just kind of like you can call it anything really um it doesn't really matter because it seems to be more about you than about a general anything more about you and what you bring to the table um so I think that that is just something else that I wanted to talk about. It's like, it's okay to make it about you if that's what you want to make it about. Um, and it didn't like, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like the name really carried that much weight. So with all that being said, that was the stuff that I was just kind of like, mm, it really wasn't. I don't know that this was $30,000 worth. I, this was not the name wasn't worth $30,000 when we think about it. And I think you probably could say that too. Like all of this wasn't worth it. And if there was a, a quicker alternative in the future, take the future, take the alternative, take the L. It's not about people scaring you. It's just like, this is what big businesses do. You can pivot. That's the beauty of it is that you could have picked 500 different names. You were the star anyway. So be the star. Now you need to pay this off. <laughs> so this is the part that kind of made me go, is she serious? You need to pay this off. So you either do sponsored posts or you babysit. You either do sponsored posts or you walk dogs. You either do sponsored posts or you bartend after work, but you need to pay this off. So it's like, you need to do what you have to do to pay this off. And it's just like this, this whole, I feel like the integrity of this blog or all this kind of thing, the way that you have, the way that you have thought this up is people I don't know a single person who's blogging that is succeeding that isn't doing sponsored content like I don't know a single person that is succeeding that's doing it so I don't know um I I know how people get caught up in this like this ideal of what they think they have going on and what's actually going on and it's like you have to do what you have to do. You have to pay this off. You have to create amazing content for your site that is able to pay this bill that this was very important to you. And so if this was very important to you, you need to do that. Um, so I think you need to put together a realistic plan to pay this off. Maybe it's no vacations. Maybe it's no lattes. It's definitely going to be a lot of sacrifice, but you want to pay this back so you can move on. And if you have the traffic and you have the access to, you know, these brands or different people who can help you knock this out, um, then you need to knock it out. So it's really not that hard, but I can see how this is, you've probably mentally, this has become more complex than it needs to be because it's like this big legal fight over, like over a blog, um, that's racked up these bills. And so now this seems more important than it really is. And it's like, if you just pare it down, you you wanted to do something, you want a lawsuit, but you also have this debt that needs to be paid you tell me what your salary was, which I do think is enough for you to start paying this back. You may have to take the long route, um, but you have to pay it back because this is what this is what you sort of, I guess, chose to do. You could have I know you probably couldn't have represented yourself, but I think you could, have, you know, have someone just drop it for you. You know, all the trademark and all that stuff. It's easy to get so wrapped up in that, um, but just like move on. So you are going to have to do it and you're going to have to get creative with it and be amazing with it. And good luck. 
Um, next relation, next question is a relationship question. Hi, my leak. I'm in a relationship with a great guy that I can see myself being with a long time. I'm such a go-getter and he isn't. I'll add that he is about to enroll in graduate school. I nudged, but he isn't ambitious and out there like I am. Does that actually matter? Um, my favorite line when I'm doing these podcasts is that the answer is always in the question. If I had to answer based on your question, um, you say he isn't a go-getter and he isn't ambitious. And then you ask me, does that matter? It sounds like it matters to you. Um, someone can be great and not for you because they don't check the boxes that you need to really be with someone for a long time. Um, I personally can't be with someone that isn't ambitious um, and somewhat of a go-getter. I tried. It drove me nuts. This person is still a great guy to this day. He is just not the great guy for me. Um, and I'm also one of those people that like, you don't really have to achieve like a whole, whole lot with me. Um, but you have to pursue something passionately outside of our relationship. Um, and what I have found is that people who pursue things passionately usually will succeed because they have um, put that effort in. But I think, I mean, that's up to you. So I guess if I had to kick the question back to you, um, I say, does that matter to you? And it sounds like it does. And it's okay to have like a sort of set, I guess you could value system of what you value in a mate or a partner. Um, everybody deserves to know that and have that. And sometimes I say like you go through jobs to figure out what you, I think when you're younger, um, jobs help teach you what you don't like a lot of times and so I think people don't realize that like you go through different jobs and you're like okay now I know that this doesn't work for me and this doesn't work for me and I feel like relationships can be the same way it's like now I know that I can't really be with someone who is not um, a go-getter and ambitious and that you know that's and then but before before I let you go I want to say that like ambition um according to who because graduate school does not make anybody ambitious or out there or just it's just school um because I the person that I was with had all these degrees had three or I don't even know how many and still wasn't ambitious so um you have to just you know ask yourself are these things that you're trying to accomplish so that they sound great to other people and I know a lot of people that do that you know and if this person is killing it in his lane and smashing it then that's different but like as long as it's not this sort of ambition on your terms so meaning that um, you have this sort of list of what ambition, you know, what you think ambition is, you know, which is usually has a degree, has this kind of job, you know, things that you can brag about to your girlfriends. Uh, I hope it's not that. So good luck, girlfriend. Um, question, how do you deal with societal standards that says women must be married and have children in order to be deemed successful? I feel I've done everything right. Degrees, meaningful career, um, but it's usually invalid because I'm not married or have kids and I'm 27. Thanks to my leak for everything. Um, all right. So I did a little bit of research. I am not married. I do not have children and I'm 37 years old. I am a full decade older than you. So I guess I really haven't succeeded, right? They're saying that the new marriage median is 29 for women and 31 for men. 
Um, and in the articles that I've read just over time, uh, people who have more ed- education tend to wait later. Um, and I imagine that that's because you're busy in school and trying to focus and you have internships and um, you what like. I guess the studies show like if like the broad spectrum, broader spectrum is that you find stability in your own life and then you get married. Um, you get married when you feel fit to be a spouse. And that is something that I can definitely say has probably played a role in why I'm not married um, is that I spend a lot of time trying to get stable on my own and when you have the kind of passion and drive and desire that I have um, with no clear blueprint so I didn't want to do what I wanted to do in life didn't come with a lot of information or a path that I could follow you know as opposed to let's just say an anesthesiologist or something like that so I had a little bit more of a longer trek so um, I think that that is something that you have to keep in mind. And 27 is like, it's like still so young. Um, And I think that there are a lot of reasons why late 20s and early 30s um, make sense as a time to start a lifelong partnership. Um, Something that I read is that people are old enough to understand if they really get along with someone or they're just blinded by hormones, you know what I mean? And just because you see people getting married and folks in succeeding right now, those people won't be, uh, some of those people, a lot of those people won't be married um, in 10 years. Um, So a lot of times, you know, getting married is such a significant life choice and some people just are still in process. Um, And so I think that, you know, some people are not financially solvent. Like I, at 27, I couldn't, I I couldn't, I could barely afford myself, um, let alone, you know, a partnership and definitely not a child. Um, so I think that, um, these are things to keep in mind when you start thinking about like what you, what you think society is putting on you, what your family may be saying, what's actually going on and the why. And they say having money and a college degree reduces your chances of getting divorced, as does getting engaged before moving in together and waiting to have kids until after the nuptials. Um, So those are things that are pretty like uh, static and true. And so I just think that I don't I can't get consumed with what's going on or what society says. And I understand why. I waited a little later and and I'm at the point now, I don't even know if I will get married. You know, maybe I will. I don't, it doesn't have, there's no, what is it? Like I'm less into the, the fantasy of it. You know, I think that a lot of people, um, a lot of friends that I have are more into the, um, the fantasy of marriage, you know, the wedding, the pictures, the pretty white dress, the the spouse challenges on Facebook and all that crazy stuff. When um, I think I see, I look at it as more of an intense sort of like partnership um, that, you know, and, and a long-term lifetime commitment um, that shouldn't be taken lightly. So I think, focus on what you want to focus on and don't worry about it but you do you have to be intentional about dating and so that is something that 
I decided to be a couple of years ago. Um, well, you have to be intentional. You have to try. You have to make an effort. And I think a lot of people think like, oh, you know, you'll just, you'll meet the person when you're not looking. That's bull, girl. It, sometimes that don't that doesn't happen really much anymore because everybody's so distracted with other things so you'll meet the person when you're not looking when people were actually looking at each other now they're looking at their cell phones they're looking at the tablets they're looking all kinds of places but they're not looking at you so you need to be a bit more intentional and one of my worksheets that I have in the store that I really love and it's the longest one is why I took a business approach to dating and relationships and there's a podcast that goes with that that I think you'll enjoy and if you have to be less concerned about what society is saying about what makes you successful and and take the steps and make the effort for what you want in your life. And if you want a relationship, there's nothing weird, strange or odd about saying that if it's what it's just like, it just would be like saying you want to work for, you know, the Hershey chocolate factory or something. It's what you want. You'd have to be intentional about it and you'd have to take the steps to do it. So good luck. Anywho, um, short podcast for me. That is going to be all that I answer for the day. A little quick something to get you through the weekend. Have a good one. Mylek.com, mytaught you.com. Talk soon.